Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone here on Anchor, and those of you listening on iTunes at a later date. Today we're going to be talking about the word try. Try is one of those words that we use when we're not fully committed. It's one of those words that we say when deep down inside we really want to say no. How often has someone asked you to do something, go somewhere, or be something that you didn't really want to do, that you knew deep down inside at the fundamental core was not in alignment with you? And instead of speaking up, instead of listening to that little voice inside of you and saying, you know what, this isn't an alignment with me. This is not who I am. This is not taking me in the direction that I want to go. This is not supporting my highest good. Instead of doing that, you say either yes or I'll try. But you don't really mean it. Because deep down inside, you don't want to go. You don't want to be that. You don't want to do that. There's something inside of you that's saying, please, God, for the love of God, don't do this. It's not you. It's not aligned. But somehow, you energetically commit to it anyway. You say, I'll try. And instead of being decisive on the yes or the no, the hell yes or the hell no, you say, okay, maybe, maybe I can go. Or what kind of excuses can I come up with? What reasons can I give that can come in the way or can give me an out for this particular situation? How do I get out of it now that I've said I'll try? And now they're waiting for me. Now they expect me to, and I really just don't want to. Uh. See, there was a point in my life where I used the word try a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And it was at that time in my life that I also had chronic fatigue syndrome, depression, fibromyalgia, Epstein-Barr, and I was obese. I was diagnosed by three different doctors to take antidepressants over the course of, oh, I don't know, almost 10 years. I never took it, thankfully. But I used the word try a lot because I was too afraid to speak up for myself. I was too afraid to say, you know, this just doesn't feel right. And so I overcommitted myself. I tried. There was no, nothing to soothe me other than the excuse of being sick. And so in the back of my mind, I would say, well, you know what? I always get sick anyway. I'll probably be sick again. And in that moment, I gave my body permission and decided that the sickness was going to pull me out of this commitment. And each and every time, it did. Now, the sad thing about this is that regardless of whether or not life pulls you out of a commitment, you still have an energetic tie to this thing that you've said you will try to follow through on. And 
going to eat away at you day in and day out until you finally make the decision of yes or no. And so every time you are asked a question and you use the word try, there's an energetic tie that ties you both to the yes and to the no. And they're pulling you in opposite directions. They're pulling you in opposing directions. Think about what that's like. It's like in the old cowboy movies where they would tie a rope to the hands and the feet and four different horses would go in opposite directions, right? Pulling at the body, that whoever they were trying to torture or a villain or whatever, right? That is what you are doing when you say, I'll try. You are saying, my life is not my own. I am not worthy. I am not capable of speaking my truth. Maybe I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not worthy enough to say yes or no. See, because our common beliefs, there's no such thing as common sense. Common sense is not really common at all. It's uh, based on our own beliefs and each of us are so different that my common sense is going to be different than yours. So this belief that we hold about ourselves is the factor by which we respond to the world around us. And if I don't feel worthy enough of speaking my truth, I am going to not commit. I'm not going to play all in. I'm not going to give my commitments 110% because deep down inside, I don't feel good enough to fulfill them. And so I'll try is also a way for me to say, you know what? I haven't fully committed. So if I fail, I didn't really commit anyway. And it's okay. I now have an excuse for why I didn't follow through because it didn't really commit to saying I'll do it. And what you're saying at that point, what I was saying at that point was, I'm not worthy of following through. I'm not worthy of experiencing the greatness that will come from me staying committed and following through. I'm not worthy of the changes that will occur because I have said yes and I have followed through with this commitment with 100% of everything that I have got. I'm not worthy. What I'm worthy of is stagnation. What I'm worthy of is playing small. What I'm worthy of is holding myself back and reminding you that I am just too busy to follow through on my commitments. But really deep down inside, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm suffocating, I'm in pain. And that's what made me sick for so many years. That is the cause of chronic illness for me, was the cause of chronic illness for me. I hated who I had become. I hated the fact that I squandered opportunities, that I did not believe in myself the way others believed in me.
I hated how I looked in the mirror. I hated who I thought I was. And when others saw me as beautiful, all I saw was something gross. So I'll try was my escape. I'll try was my reason to not be beautiful. I'll try gave me an excuse to get out of facing how powerful I really was. I'll try became my cage. And in the cage of our minds, we understand only what we give ourselves permission to understand. I only gave myself permission to understand that I am a failure. I only gave myself permission to understand that I'm not good enough or I can't trust myself to make the right decisions. My life was a perfect example of how non-committed and indecisive I was. Every decision I made, I overthought. I was in analysis paralysis day in and day out. You want a reason for depression? There you go. I battled with it for years because I was holding myself back voraciously. I built a cage with every I'll try, brick by brick by brick. That mental cage I put myself in was so strong and impenetrable that it took me years to break down brick by brick. Because there's a programming that's involved in that. You don't just program your thoughts, you're programming your reality. How you see your reality, how you experience your reality, what you create in your reality. And you wonder why you have a hard time changing? It's because it's not just about a thought. It's about actions. It's about habits. It's about the neural net that you have hardwired to become addicted to I'll try. If you've programmed yourself for years with I'll try, it's gonna take years for you to shift the neural net and the physiological patterning on a cellular level that has become addicted to the rush that you get from being non-committal. Your body literally becomes addicted to the chemical responses of an emotion. And my body become, had become addicted to I'll try. So at the end of the day, when I said, I don't wanna be sick anymore, I don't want to be obese anymore. I don't want to be depressed anymore. I want my life back. I had to repattern and reprogram everything that I thought was true. And I had to be courageous enough to face all of the things that I had quote unquote failed at. And yes, I failed because I gave up. I failed because I said I'll try knowing damn well that I wasn't going to do it. And I carried that energy with me for years in guilt and in shame. I was so afraid that people were going to see that real version of me that on the surface 
I played courageous. I spoke courageously when deep down inside that war was toxic. And all those illnesses were living proof that my body was holding on to some serious toxic waste of emotion, of energy, of self-loathing. Most people don't realize that depression, anxiety, and even autoimmune all boil down to self-judgment. Everything that I believed to be true about myself was misguided and ridiculously judgmental. And I had to take a step forward and stop the judgment because the judgment made me sick. Instead of celebrating the things that I was doing right and acknowledging all the beautiful ways that I was serving people and bringing joy to people's life, I focused all of my days on everything that I was doing wrong. Everything. I never thought for one split second that I could love me because everything was a projection. Why don't people understand me? Why don't people respect me? When am I going to be understood? What I didn't realize was I didn't understand me. I would look in the mirror and there would be so much judgment that I would never give myself permission to fully understand who I was and who I wanted to be in life. And so everything that I did was constantly cutting people off at the pass, ending relationships before they needed to be end, ended. And, and it wasn't even just romantic relationships, it was friendships, just people that I cared about. It was easier for me to just mm, cut the ties than it was for me to face loving them and being present with them and being open with them. Because a relationship, when it starts to get hard, isn't about the conflict of it being hard. And it's not about the person being a dick. It's not about the other person doing something wrong. It's about the relationship re reflecting back to you what you don't want to see in yourself. And I had a habit of walking away. And I still fight with that day after day because that natural inclination inside of me wants to do that. And I fight it. I fight it hard because I know that if I walk away, I'll try, will come back into my life. If I don't stand up for myself to my ego that wants to use, I'll try against me. If I don't stand up to that, ego takes control again. decisiveness is where the power is decisiveness is where the courage truly is decisiveness means I'm gonna commit to you and I'm gonna follow through I'm not just gonna say I'll try I will and I'm gonna hold myself accountable to it and each and every day I work on bettering myself because I know if I don't my default setting of I'll try will come back with a vengeance. It'll ricochet back into my life. And I can't have that. There's no room for that in my life now. I don't want that.
I want joy, I want bliss, I want abundance, and I have that now. And I have that because I am decisive. I have that because I stopped playing small. I have that because I said yes to life instead of maybe. I have that because I said yes to people and relationships and love instead of I'll try or maybe I don't know. Deep down in your heart, you know. You know exactly what you want. And when you start speaking up for yourself, when you start speaking your truth, when you start saying either hell yes or hell no, and you don't play in that fuzzy gray area anymore, you're gonna find that there is so much power behind everything that you do that nothing can stand in your way. You literally become unstoppable. And I say to you today, if you feel stuck, it's because you're saying, I'll try too much. It's because you're too indecisive and you're not following through with the commitments. If you want a better life, stop playing small. Stop sitting on the fence, make a damn decision and do it. The decision may not be the right one in that moment, but you followed through on the decision and you won. Regardless of the outcome, you won because you followed through. Stop identifying with the gray area and start identifying with decisiveness.